Hello and welcome back to another edition of Get to Know a World of Warships Clan, a short podcast hosted by Boxy and Simpax, produced by TNG The New Guys. We are here on this lovely Sunday afternoon and we've got people to talk to. Simpax, what's new in your life? Man, I, I think this new crush, this new Russian cruiser line is uh, looking kind of dip, nifty and I'm actually really encouraged that uh, one of the ships is named Riga, which is a city that is near and dear to the, my heart um and is uh, actually the home of uh my wife's family and i've spent a bit of time there and i you know a while back i did some research into you whether a ship was ever named riga and it it turns out that never there was never a warship named after the sea like you know kronstadt for example but uh leave it to wargaming to uh create a paper ship with a, a significant name um so i'm looking looking forward to seeing that one in the port Russian ships that never existed except on a paper napkin exist in World of Warships. This is if, the first I'm hearing. Yeah, if if a paper napkin at all, if if that at all. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, I'm gonna get in big trouble here. Uh, well, yeah, I, I took a look at those Russian cruisers, and they um, they definitely are interesting. I'm I'm very interested in the the fact that they have the specific penetration mechanics where they they tend to over penetrate less, but they still have exceptional ballistic character. That's exciting for me. They it's very snipey. Yeah, but. Yeah, these ones are unlike the Stalingrad, which can literally laser laser guided missile people at twenty three kilometers. These ones apparently are worse at long range. Yeah, and you know there's some controversy um, with how they're rolling out because, you know, they're it's it's now the practice for gaming is they're basically charging people for early access, and it seems that you know in the past you could play the game a lot and get some access you know through the tokens but it seems like you're really not going to get very high up that chain without spending money uh, i my take is like if, if that's how wargaming is going to make money it's just on early access of what are going to be tech treat ships and it seems like the least um the, the way that causes the least amount of interference with the fairness of the game it doesn't really bother me much what do you think i think it's a fine idea in terms of a business practice it's basically like pre-ordering except you get to play with it before anyone else um I honestly, I think that's fine because it's not, I don't think you could say that's pay to win. It doesn't change the characteristics of anything. It just grants you early access. And if people want it, fine. That's, that's fine. I think it's a fine business practice. So, so uh, do you have uh, a, do you have a, a Talon or Riga in your port yet? Did you whale it? I did not. I, uh, I was laid off due to coronavirus and I am, I am living a bit more frugally than uh, I would have normally. I, I might've actually got the peep aggration if, if I were still working right now, I'm not oh. gonna lie. I think it's a big ship. Yeah, well, that's a premium. But would, if you were working and you know, would you actually spend the money just to get an, a tech tree ship early? I, I, I've, <laughs> I might have. Um, I, I remember the last time I didn't whale something and I should have was the Benham. I was playing the Savage Battles and I had, I think it took 800 of whatever those tokens were, and I, the, the, the mission, the last mission that would have got me the number of tokens I needed. The whole event ended while I was in battle completing the last mission, and I was so furious that I almost just wailed it, whatever, like the 20 bucks to get 100 tokens. And I said, no, I am not that person. I will not do that. Now, I don't know. I've, I've been thinking about it. Womp womp. But, and, and the Benham still hasn't shown back up yet. It's still not, a, still not available, right? It's a great Tier 9 destroyer. Oh, it's it is. Shame. I enjoy playing it frequently, and I'll yeah. remember to div with you in it just to rub it in a little bit. Would you please? Again, I have no feelings, so Such I'd love to just... Such a great ship, man. It's just those torpedoes, the smoke. Oh, Benny. 
Well, enough enough about me and my lack of feelings. Uh, we have a couple of ladies here with us today. Um, I'm very excited to introduce them. Uh, they are my former clanmates as well. Uh, today our guests are going to be 32 Freshy and Sarah from the Bloody Buccaneers TBB. Ladies, hello and thank you for coming. Hello. So that's Freshy. Let's hear. Sarah, are you with us? Oh, all right. Sarah has forgotten <laughs> that we're using. She's got to use push to talk. I don't know if she's new to that. I'm sure she'll figure it out here at some point here. Freshy, we've got you. So <clears throat> let's get right into it. Freshy, you are the XO in the Bloody Buccaneers. And this is a relatively new occurrence for you, right? This is this is something you just recently stepped into. Correct. That's right. Okay. So I've known you for quite some time now, and I am absolutely tickled that you are now the XO and battle calling for your clan's uh, clan battles. Can you tell me and Synpax and everyone listening just a little bit uh, real quick about how exactly it is that you went from the Amish mascot of TBB to battle calling? Okay, well, just to start off, well, everybody picks on me because I'm Amish because I'm in the middle of nowhere and eh, I'm not Amish, but I have a little bit of background that I guess they could classify me as Amish, but I'm not. Um, Do you have a barn? Yes. More than <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. Um, I started <laughs> in the clan, oh geez, what was it? I think maybe three, no, two years ago. Uh, two and a half, three years ago, something like that. I don't remember. Time flies. It certainly does. <laughs> and, uh, let's see here. What did I, I don't know. Um, it just kind of all happened. I was just playing clan battles like a normal person in a clan would. And the leader's like, all right, now everybody's going to take a chance. We're all going to let everybody have at least one clan battle. Call it. I did it. Was I really ready to do it yet? Probably not. And I like to think I did fine for my very first one ever. And then I think maybe two seasons later, they really needed a caller. Um, I guess I kind of stepped up. I called a few. And then here we are now. I'm calling battles on a regular basis. Well, let me ask a question. And, um, you know, I, I, I this, this, the truth of the matter is that not only, you know, we bring clan leaders in here they all have their stories there's stuff that makes their clan unique or something they're doing that's different but you know i and in many cases it's just something regional right they're from a certain part of the world and that's sort of the base of their clan um in your case though you know what is it like being a uh, one of the few women playing a game that's completely dominated by guys and why did you get into it where some you know i've tried to get women involved in my life to try to play it they it just doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't grab them. What what about this game is arresting to you, and what's it like to be basically surrounded by a bunch of guys you know, nonstop? Well, for the first off, it's different, and at times it's a little difficult being with, um, calling it with a whole bunch of guys who may not listen at times. I mean, everybody, Clint, everybody has somebody that doesn't listen. Um, Poxy. And Hold <laughs> it. Good. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Bugs. I didn't mean to call you out. No, 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 please. Um, That's fine. I don't have any feelings. We already know this. How'd I get in? Um, 
kind of started out as something my brother started playing and then uh, something that we could play together since it, you can div up with people. And <laughs> Was that a goat? <laughs> uh, sorry, that was my brother in the background. That's the one that got you into worships. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that one. Um, fine. Um, but yeah, he got me into ships and I guess... I guess three years later, I think that's how long it's been. Wow. I'm here now, I think. You're exo calling, calling clan wars. <laughs> yeah, and we're doing a decent job. Yes. Have, have you played other games like this? Any first-person shooters or anything like this? Or is uh, this a new PC gaming? Is this basically your first venture into it? Uh, in this aspect, yes, it's basically my first venture in. Wow, so you didn't, you didn't come... You know, a lot of folks come into this. They they know WASAD. They know how all all that stuff works. They know the fundamentals. But actually, I understand that aspect of it. I mean, not gonna lie. Like every child, I played Minecraft. Oh, oh okay. So I understood WASD. Am, am I the only child who hasn't played Minecraft? Okay, I should say like most children, I've played Minecraft. <laughs> okay. What do you think? Um, what do you think about this game, though? Kind of hooks you you know i guess you get to play with your brother a bit and there's some social aspect but i mean what do you really appreciate about uh warships because there's not it's it's quite different from minecraft and it's also quite different from i don't know a lot of fps's like call of duty and that sort of thing so what what's what do you think hooked you i don't really know quite for sure i can't say what's hooked me um besides like the goal to get the tier 10 ships like try to get all of them like get the ones you like figure out what you which type of ship you like and then get all the tier 10s and much of them as you possibly can so i guess just that aspect of having a goal of getting these tier 10 ships has um has since since you started battle calling and since you took a, a leadership role in tbb i mean has your focus on what's important in the game for you has that changed at all um, well, I guess I can say yes, my focus of the game has changed instead of just, oh, I'm just going to worry about my ship. Just keep my ship alive and can kill, like, I mean, pub matches um, to figuring out, oh, this is where most of the ships are going. This is what I need to do. Like, oh, you see these ships doing this. This is what I should be doing. Oh, and just okay. like learning roles of different ships that I don't have yet so I can help other people out and so i can realize what potentials those ships have especially when it comes to those ships being played in clan battles somebody in my neighborhood is just honking god okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> i live in the ghetto i'm sorry guys um so so if i understood you correctly there what you're saying is when you go into a match now uh now that you're in an authority position and you're battle calling you start looking at the actual strategies in a per ship in a pub match and you start looking at it going okay is this is this actually a good position is this not a good position is this strong would this work in clan battles yes okay that's interesting is that and you felt like you you saw that that you felt that happening more once you stepped into sort of a leadership role correct yeah so let me ask you this what drew you to the bloody buccaneers because i were you with them from the start or did you get recruited by them? And uh, if so, what, you know, talk to us a little bit about what you know of the founding of the clan or basically how you got involved with it. Well, so how I got involved was 
no, oh, maybe about a year into me playing. I can't say I was that good. I've got a lot better once I joined the clan, because um, I actually figured out, I guess, to say how to play my ship and, like, how exactly how to do everything. Um, and how I got in, um, I think it was just, like, a random battle, and one of our leaders, is, or leaders at the time, was like, hey, anybody looking for a new clan? I think I only had a tier 9. I didn't even have a tier 10 at the time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for a clan because I I was in a clan, but I couldn't do clan battles because they weren't even, uh, they weren't uh, active in it. And I don't remember what the clan was. So don't ask me that one. Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, so now that you are also essentially, since you're battle calling, this means that you're going to have to be thinking about strategy more often and, and, and such like that. Um, how much time would you say that you spend actually outside of the matches themselves sort of thinking about what a good way to go would be in a, uh, in an actual clan battle match. I didn't word that properly. Sorry. Um, outside of clan battle match. Is that what you're talking? Yeah. How much sort of prep time do you think you'd, you'd put into it? Oh, I have no idea. I don't, I, I can't quite tell you to be sure. Well, that's okay. I actually haven't thought of it like that before. Um, I see. So, so you sort of do you sort of just feel it out when you're going into a battle. I guess, um, kind of based off of my past clan battle experiences, just seeing like, okay, this has worked here, um, this has worked here, this didn't work this time. When we say like everybody pushed this way and they side shotted everybody, flanked everybody, um, just ch going off of that, seeing what. Uh, ships they have um, it's honestly it's a work in progress it's a learning curve especially with the cv thing um, yes yeah it's a big learning curve especially since this is only like my first big season calling um tell us a little bit about what what ship lineup and what's your general strategy that you've been using so far this season oh geez um typically we bring a cv um one of our better cv players they play a cv we bring uh, Des Moines, Des Moines, Des Moines, uh, a Moscow maybe, a Yoshino at times, Stalingrads. Uh, so it's like we've got um, an unexpected guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, my brother's talking in the background. Tell him, tell him to go milk a cow while, while you talk to us, all right? Yeah, I did. I tried. <laughs> I think I've met your brother. That's right. Yeah, you have. Um, but do you want me to say that again or not? No, it's fine. We heard that. We were just sort of outlining your. So does it sounds like what the lineup you run is dependent on who's showing up on any given night, and what ships they've got. Yes, yes. Um, and we also bring a destroyer in there with a CV, um, just to help spot out the one side. Um. But if we don't bring a battleship, we bring in an extra destroyer. Or if we bring in a battleship, we bring in an extra destroyer. Sorry, I think I said that wrong. So in, these, in the heat of battle, have you ever lost your cool at somebody for not doing the right thing? Have you snapped and yelled at anybody or cursed someone out or put someone on the bench? Um, In the heat of battle, I haven't personally. I have not done that quite yet. Have I gotten close? Absolutely, positively, yes. Oh, my God. How do, how do you keep from letting it out? Uh, I mean, I have very, I guess I could say I have a very good control of holding my tongue. 
Um, but I'm like, okay, we need to talk about what happened. We have an after action report and see what, um, what worked, what didn't. And if somebody's like really making me mad, I'm like, Hey, we need to talk about something. Like if they're not listening and it's some, the one person who's a person who has, who has a history of doing it. We're like, Hey, we need to have a talk about this. Cause if you can't trust a caller as calling, you need to listen up, trust the caller. Cause otherwise if you don't, then it could be your fault for, I guess, and potentially losing the battle instead of listening to what the caller has to say. Do, do you, you need to keep a certain amount of authority in check to make sure that, that, uh, that people follow orders, right? I try to. Yes. Do you like, do you actually like calling battles? I don't mind it. it. I mean, if I've had more, I guess to say more battles underneath my belt, um, I could answer that as better. Um, but yeah, like everybody, when we're on a winning curve, everything's going well. I love it. It's great. It feels, it's amazing. But like, so at times when everything just like starts crumbling down, it's a bit frustrating. Sure. Well, uh, Freshie, so we want to take a, a quick break here. We're going to go to our commercial, but I want to ask you one last question before we actually do. Um, and that is uh, criticism. Um, accepting criticism, obviously, for anyone is really, really difficult when they're, you know, putting themselves out there as a battle caller and essentially taking risks and, and risking being wrong about things or doing things that won't work. Uh, how have you found, uh, I, I guess, how have you found accepting criticism? Have, have people criticized you? Oh, absolutely. That's for sure. Um, how do I expect it or take it? Um, yeah. I guess to say, I take everything on here with a grain of salt. Growing up in a house where um, I have two brothers and I've learned just take everything with a grain of salt. Um, and if it's something like we need to talk about as a possible strategy, I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in mind for next time. Maybe a destroyer is not good on this side because it's trapped be behind islands just try it someplace else sure um, so you're you're willing to hear the criticism and willing to try other things yes i think that's a winning strategy for keeping people happy that's for sure well okay so that was thank you i'm, I'm glad uh, i'm glad that that's working out well for you um i'm gonna move us towards break here and when we come back i'm gonna have you guys uh, play a little game that i like to play called sink a ship where i'm gonna have uh, you freshy and if we can get sarah back during the break uh, we will have her do it as well um, where you are going to sink a ship. You're going to put it on the Bikini Atoll. You're going to test a nuclear bomb. You're going to vaporize the ship. It never existed. Wargaming never even thought of it. It wasn't paper. It wasn't a napkin. It wasn't anything. You're going to remove it, and you're going to tell us why. When we come back after this break on Get to Know a World of Warships podcast. And... Welcome back to Get to Know a World of Warships Clan, a short podcast hosted by Boxy and Synpax, produced by TNG, the new guys. We are here with the Bloody Buccaneers, TBB, in the form of 32 Freshie and Sarah. Sarah, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, welcome to the podcast, Sarah. It's nice to have you. Thank you. Uh, so before uh, the break, I asked you both to sink a ship. You had a moment to think about it. I'd like to start with Sarah, since we haven't heard from you. Sarah, who's getting the axe? I actually have two. Um, the the Alaska. So greedy. The Alaska. The, the Alaska is a little soft on. I think. No, so and... am I. But you don't want to me, do you? <laughs> and then my other one would be the Puerto Rico um, because it caused so much drama. 
Oh my gosh. So two, in fact, I would say two birds of the same feather, really, the soft skin American heavy cruisers. Why is that? And, you know, I was playing my Alaska recently and I, you know, I took a broadside and it killed me immediately. And I'm just like, ah, I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. And the uh, Puerto Rico because of the debacle. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, you see people calling them, what is it? Pay to Rico. And, you know, it's just like, eh, I don't need that either. Puerto Rico. Pax, is that the first? Is that the first Puerto Rico we've heard? It's, it's the, the first, second. and first also, it's also the first. Well, it's definitely the first Alaska. So, uh, definitely. Freshie, what do you got for us? Oh, geez, I have a laundry list of ships I don't like, so this is making it okay. You have to I pick one, Freshie. I understand that. Um, I may have not have played them quite yet, or have gotten to them. Um, there are quite a bit of the ships that are like very annoying. Um, I hate playing against them because I'm a huge fan of the Des Moines. Um, I mean, I love it. My favorite ship probably at the most. And, oh, geez. Which one? Are you sinking the Des Moines? No, I am not sinking the Des Moines. That's my favorite. Not happening. I would never do that to myself. You're killing me here, Freshie. Sink a gun. Sink a ship. (laughs) You're going to make me swear. I know, I'm thinking. Well, what's okay, your, what's your gut say? My gut says the Kremlin. Okay, all okay. right. Okay. I hate that ship. Oh, we, man, you're not alone there. Yeah, you're not the first to ban that. So what what uh, about it uh, do you dislike? The guns. The 457. How five, much seven. they hurt. Okay. Very accurate. Yep. Oh, and, and they overmatch the nose of your precious Des Moines. And, you know, if he's inside 12K, there's a very good chance you're going to be dead. Exactly. There's no choice. No. Oh, like, I can't even survive it. The only thing I can do is possibly ram and try to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you run your Des Moines with a legendary upgrade? Absolutely. Positively, yes. Good. Good. Yeah. And what do you think about the nerf that's coming? Or is it a nerf? Slight change to the way the uh, Des Moines Legendary works. Maybe it's a buff, depending on how you plan to play the ship. It depends on how you look at it. The Legendary module is moving from slot 6 to slot 5. So uh, to use the Legendary module now, you essentially have to give up concealment. Uh, oh, geez. Give up concealment for that? Um, I yeah. don't know if I will do that. You do get the, you, you do get an option for reload or range, though, because you're no longer using that 6 slot for the uh, Legendary. I'd rather, I mean, before, I do like the extra range. Um, the reload, it's like already five seconds, so why get an extra whatever it is to, for the, um, to decrease the reload time? I mean, when I had, before I had the legendary, I played with range. That was pretty nice, because you could fire upon, you can rain fire on things. Um, except I'd have to get back to used to that hierarch shell at that distance. It That's takes a true. lot of extra effort to, to aim and time the, the really slow shell velocity on American shells, doesn't you? That is true. Um, I don't think I would jeopardize my concealment for that, because 10-9 concealment, that's pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would like to use that, especially in clan battles, with much larger than that. So yeah. um, I want to ask a, a, a couple questions about uh, you know your your clan. And... Usually when a clan comes on, uh, 
they present their point of view on things, their history. Uh, we don't challenge them or anything, really. We just want them to give them the chance to tell their story, even though every story has two sides. And we recently had another clan on um, called Moths, and their story touched on your clan because I'm not sure it, what you know whether you two how what involvement you had with the clan at the point this happened, but essentially what they said was that you know there was some issues that uh, there was an issue where you know they allocated to one somebody uh, a bit of coal out of a treasury, and this caused all, a, a tremendous conflagration and resulted in these guys breaking off and forming their own clan. And, you know, like I said, there's two sides to every story. Do you guys have a take on that? Um, in all actuality, I do understand that, and I do have a take on that, but I've been told to refrain from saying that because there is way more dirt underneath of everything than anybody would like to know. Well, I hear sure, you. Yeah. I, I respect what your point of view. We did. We certainly did want to give you the opportunity to make a comment because they did. They did name check your clan uh, when they were talking about it. So I thought it would only be fair to, to you know, give you guys the opportunity to present your point of view. But if you, uh, you, you prefer to avoid that and leave things, let things lie. I would, yeah, I would prefer to avoid that because there is things that I know, that people don't know. And that other that I don't know that nobody wants to know. Sure. Well, and, and stop me if I'm wrong, because I I do know you personally. Um, but you you're still on good terms with most of the moths folks, right? And yes, I am still on good terms with Poker yeah. and BB. Because I and I still I see you play with them every once in a while, and and it seems like it didn't actually hurt your friendship with them, correct? No, not really. That's good. I mean, um, I have been called a spy, but that's just out of joke and fun. <laughs> a spy in the house of love perhaps maybe right so something more along these lines here, here's a question for you like you uh your your clan currently i think you're currently in gale um your requirements for people to join is that they have to have at least two tier 10 ships of their own i presume not not rentals is that correct preferably yes or actually it's at least one um but preferably two yes so that um, cause I do know we have a few people that say only have a CV, um, so that they can have like different options to play. So let me ask you, um, as, as time goes by, what, what are your, what's your near term goal and what's some of your longer term goals for the clan? Okay. Um, this is kind of hard for me to say, cause I just newly got appointed to this XO. Um, I don't, I think I may have told Boxy this, but earlier before this podcast uh but i was just got on um since this dang quarantine stuff happens i've had more more time on my hands needless to say in a better way to say it um and i just started inviting people got maybe three or four people and our leaders like hey freshie's doing a good job we should point her to a higher role so she could have more authority to do things um and i just showed up one night for clan battles and i'm like I'm an XO now. When did this happen? <laughs> it's like it's like Spider-Man getting bit by a spider and being like, "Why can I lift these heavy objects?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. It's great to hear. Uh, this obviously, hopefully, anybody listening who's listen uh, looking for a a clan right around that league will you know will hear this and consider TBB as an option. 
Yeah. Very much so. Um, and I mean, I guess in general, as a short-term goal, would be to get up to Squall League. I think that's no, you mean not Storm. Squall, you, you, Storm like, Storm. Yes, Storm. Sorry, I get this confused all the time. Yeah. Uh, to be honest. Well, yeah. Go, go ahead. Pop, go ahead. Yeah. Oh man, we're doing that thing. All right, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk. I remember when our clan first street stormed. <laughs> it was on the last night of season two. And we just barely made it in there, and we're glad to do it. And it was a huge – at the time, it felt – it was just it was just remarkable. So I hope you guys get there and get to experience we it. We have made it to Storm. Oh, you have? You guys made it to Storm last, last season, season right? we yeah. made it to Storm, um, and that's the first time – like and ever, I think, or maybe the first time ever. I have no idea. I wasn't here long enough to know. Um, and we made it to Storm maybe within like the last week, week and a half of it. And then I think within the last night, we actually got both of our divisions up into Storm. Wow, well, that's great. Yeah, that's a that's a it's it's interesting to know that like to once you start getting one of your ratings, Alpha or Bravo, a higher and higher, to like look back at the other rating and kind of go, I don't like this sitting down there. Do you guys try to keep each rating about equal, or do you sort of just like push hard on one and then come back to the other later? We kind of keep one lower than the other, not necessarily on purpose, but say we end up starting getting a streak where we keep losing, so we switch to the other one, our lower one, if that if we weren't already on that, um, or use that as a okay, let's get back into things, get back playing together. Like say if it's on the weekend. Or if it's like on, what is it, Tuesday, Wednesday night after we haven't been playing clan battles for a while, just to get like everybody warmed up playing together. And then we switch over if we're doing good. And if we're like getting a rut, we switch back just so we don't lose. Say we're on the verge of Storm League, we don't lose that struggle. Right, right. So, so it's it almost sounds like uh, you use like. Um, I have a lot of friends who are script writers. They, they work in film and TV, and they refer to the very first draft of any script that they do as the vomit draft, where they literally don't hit delete. They just type, and they write, and they put out every idea they've had, and they just let it go, and they don't second-guess themselves, and they just vomit it out. And then they go back afterwards once they have a completed vomit draft, and then they start fine-tuning it. It almost sounds like you guys treat one of your... Uh, one of your ratings as sort of like that's the vomit rating where if you're not doing great you just you, you throw down on that one and then when you start feeling better you move to the higher rating and try to put your best work forward on that one is that about right yeah sounds about right vomit rating I'm trademarking that right now so you i have a I guess the question is that um again you're uh, both of you are somewhat unique in this game um have you experienced any any real sexism and and if so how have you dealt with it Uh, personally, I mean, I mean, I don't go out and say in, like, pub games, like, hey, don't do that, like, you're whatever, um, but I mean, I do may say, like, some people may some say something kind of sexist, and like, you better, I mean, I might say something, okay, hold on, how would I say that? Like, um, not everybody's, like, a guy or whatever, watch what you say, something, because some things may be derogative, and people doing it um as of our clan i don't think i've quite got that much um sarah you can comment in because you're new to the clan you came in what a year ago about a year ago um you know i i notice it in 
pub matches and with what people are saying in the chat. And I just try to ignore that. Or if somebody says something, um, I, I will say, hey, just like Freshie said, not everybody is a guy here. And, you know, that kind of people up for a little bit. But I don't really like to draw attention to that I'm a girl. And, you know, my, my name in the game is S to the G, and I only use Sarah in the clan. Folks that, right. So, um, you know, in the game, nobody knows that I'm a girl. Right. And I, I do, do you like that, your ability to just, you know, you know they say that... Um... It's an old adage that uh, has, I'm not going to pack it completely, but that there are no girls on the internet. Do you appreciate just being able to load up and, for the, you know, into a random battle or something like that and just be, just be one of the guys? For sure. And, you know, when you do really well and people congratulate you or, or say something, it, it feels good. And, you know, kind of, um, you know, sometimes I want to want to say something like, yeah, not bad for a girl. but. <laughs> but i i do like that and um you know but i'm not going to use it in another way so that people you know people will still something wrong they'll still call you out on it and that kind of stings a little bit um but i'm not going to be like hey i'm a girl don't say that you're not going to use that as sort of a uh a dodge i suppose no no i'll listen to it and you know see you you know sure i'm I probably did something wrong. Thanks for pointing it out. But it's when people are rude and, um, you know, say things, then then I will, um, you know, type something back like, thanks for the suggestion, you know, just trying to kill them with kindness. And they usually shut up. Sure. Absolutely. How, how artful of you. <laughs> Can well, you tell I... I'm in PR? <laughs> you have a very good radio voice, Sarah. I will say that when we can hear you, you have an excellent radio voice. Thanks. Um, my pleasure. Well, Freshie, I have a specific question for you uh, before we move on to our last segment, which is going to be poach syntax. Um, so, my 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 one question for you is uh, is basically about how you handled the separation after moths left. And I, I respect the fact you don't really want to talk about you know about them leaving and all that. But I just like to know from you what changed for you once they left in terms of you know how how the clan culture changed and uh, was it less fun did it inject a little too much reality into the culture i would say at first it was kind of a bit chaotic uh because um without disclosing too much detail there might have been a few people that was kind of uh pushed off due to say absences due to real life events um sure. And uh, some of them are just kind of getting back and reaching out to us and like, wait, what happened? So, I mean, it's something we still kind of have to relive through each day at times, depending on uh, if they want to know what actually happened or if they just take it. Oh, OK, these guys left, whatever. Um, but yes, the culture did change. Um, I can't say it was for a negative or for a good. I honestly I have. I'm, uh, I guess, unbiased on it, um, but at first it was a little bit of a mess just trying to get things reorganized because then, and just like people just started stepping up and just started filling in positions and we had a meeting and as a college student, it was like, hey, I'm a college student, but I can help if need to be, but just with the understanding that I may not be here all the time. Sure. I mean, somebody's got to plow those fields, right? 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to get one more in. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, I, I I think that the writing is on the wall. The fact that you are battle calling and have been made EXO. In that vacuum, in that void. Uh, so I, I'm very, very pleased that you were willing to come on the podcast and, and share that with us, uh, both of you. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you to Synpax, and uh, he's gonna, he's gonna have you poach him. Yeah. So oh, tell. So you know, we have an audience here, and there are people looking, potentially looking for a clan, or they're in a clan that happy, looking for a new clan. Um. So. What would you say to them, you know, vis-a-vis -vis trying to attract me? How, if I'm looking for a clan, uh, what are you guys offering? Why should I join TBB? You know, I kind of knew this was going to happen. And um, just by listening to other podcasts and our brief talks before, I guess I just still wasn't. Um, I can't just go up and say, hey, I mean, you want to join us? Because, I mean, I know that's not going to happen. His Simpax, you're here in a good spot. <laughs> I don't know, man. He, uh, he, he doesn't hang out with me all day. He might be ready to leave. I don't know. Who knows? Bogsy, what have you done? I, I'm not allowed to speak about it. Uh, my lawyer told me to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, okay. Um, but um, I guess in general, general uh, uh, we're a clan that's looking to have fun. Um, we try not to take everything like too seriously. We understand uh, real life happens. Like I said earlier, I'm a college student. Uh, so with that, like I have real life that I'm trying to get up to whatever else, everybody else who has a full-time job or whoever's retired, you guys know what that position's been in. Um, things do happen. And we understand that, say, if you have to go on a leave because... I don't know, from my position, say, like, one of my grandparents passed away. Heaven forbid, nobody wants that. Um, if I have to leave for something like that, they would be open in arms that, hey, she's going to be taking a break. Nothing's going to happen to her spot. Like, we're not going to just kick her out because she's not here. Um, and uh, we're looking to have fun. Uh, preferably have a tier 10 or two. Uh, we're willing to work you guys up. If you don't have one, if you're just new learning the ship, I guess your clan that knows how to play the ship uh we attempt to play clan battles every night uh that we can with the i mean stuff happens we understand that uh we're going to try to get up to storm league again like we were last season all right i mean we do have our ba naval bases and everything is all up everything's full so i mean if you're looking to grind up new ships we do have the bonuses of that step packs you sold i i'm pretty tempted i'm pretty tempted oh wait one more thing i mean ladies if you're out there you're looking for a clan and you're afraid it's just all guys out there we have a few ladies in here that is a one you know i would love to see a women's <laughs> clan wouldn't that be great? Because, I mean, then it sort of removes some of the problems that some, you know, you, you don't, you know, you, girls can be girls, guys can be guys. And if it's a girls only clan, then I think that's a pretty cool concept. I'd, I'd love to see that. I've heard uh, they're out there someplace. The Amazonians. You think so? I've heard. I feel like I'm going to get on my, my Greek trireme and I'm going to go find the island of, of Amazonians. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Leave my Wonder Woman alone. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Gal Gadot, I'm sure, is just fine. I saw her singing on the internet the other day. She's fine. So, uh, I, uh, so what I'm going to do is in the description below, we'll put the uh, Discord link for the Bloody Buccaneers. So anybody's interested in checking them out, they can hop over on the Discord. Um, is there anything else you want to share with our audience, ladies? I think you, it was a real pleasure having you uh, come on and talk with us today. And I joined because my husband played tanks and then ships, and um, he's really the one who got me into it. I started out listening to TeamSpeak and, you know, got to know some of the folks and got to know the lingo and watched as he played. And that's how I got into it. I know that not everybody has that, but if folks would just try it on their own and, and see what it's like, I think that, you know, we might get more women in here. Um but definitely, the, uh, you know, what I would say to you, Simpax, uh, for wanting to join our clan, which I'm sure that you do, you would get to hang out with me and Freshie more. Ah, you know, that's actually your best selling point so far. <laughs> uh, is, what, what if <clears throat> for um, returning members who, who might want to come back and hang out with you and Freshie, uh, <clears throat> what are the rules on that? Uh, and I have no a tier job. 10. <laughs> oh dear me oh ladies it has been an absolute pleasure having you on uh the podcast thank you uh for 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 coming on and chatting with us and, and telling us a little bit about you and your clan no problem thank you uh, pleasure Synpax. um before we do you have anything else to plug before we sign off nope uh just the uh the north american clan embassy and TNG Discord will also be linked below. And uh, we look forward to uh, to doing another show real soon. Absolutely, yeah. Um, also, I want to remind everybody, last podcast we mentioned that uh, we, uh, TNG specifically, has, uh, help, help me out, Sid Pax, we have a WoWs Tactics. Uh, uh, yes. We have a WoWs Tactics it's... strategy mapping tool, which is really helpful for mapping out strategies uh, for clan battles. Um, we've, uh, this used to exist, uh, independently, but that website seems to have cratered. Not sure when it's coming back, but we've reconstructed ourselves. We're making it available to anybody who wants. Just hop on the, uh, embassy server and message me and I'll, I'll hook you up with, uh, access. Yeah, it's, uh, it's coming right down towards the end here, folks, of, uh, of this clan battle season. If you're trying to make your final push into storm or typhoon or hurricane, and uh, you need a little extra help. Wow, this WoWs Tactics mod that, that we're offering folks, it's it's incredibly helpful. Uh, it's a really helpful visual aid to let you, if you're a battle caller or a strategist, and you need to let your team members visually see what you're talking about. It it ups everybody's game because everyone feels more confident. So uh, do check it out. Um, that'll be part of uh, of our links in the description below. It's part of the, uh, like Simpax was saying, the TNG uh, North American Clan Embassy. So go check that out and as always please follow uh subscribe to our podcast we love sharing these stories and this information with everybody um and uh, unless anyone has anything else doesn't look like it okay uh once again thank you everyone for listening we love bringing this to you uh we'll catch you next time on another episode of get to know a world of warships podcast produced by tng and the new guys thanks a lot <laughs>